welcome to Medicare Advantage for Health Plans podcast. Insider insights and perspectives on current trends for health plan professionals. This program is sponsored by UST HealthProof and AdvantageSure. Services and technology solutions for government-sponsored health plans. Welcome. Today we have Holly Walniakowski here to talk about Medicare ad graphics, the overlooked element in health plan marketing campaigns. Holly holds a master's degree in advertising and a bachelor's in journalism from Michigan State University. And she has over 20 years of experience in content development and analysis, PR, and media relations. Welcome, Holly. Hi, I'm happy to be here. Holly, Digital advertising is essential for any business today, and it's becoming more and more important for health plans in the Medicare market. You know, the internet and social media, it's no longer just for younger populations. The baby boomers are extremely adept online, and they're frequently using sites like Facebook and online news, and it's part of their daily routine. So let's talk about it. Are the older generations using the internet and social the same way as the younger generations, or are there marked differences? Yeah, that's a great point. In short, the answer is no. Different groups have adapted to tech differently, and they interact with it in different and unique ways. In marketing, when you're trying to reach younger markets, the focus is less on the words, more on the imagery, with something like flashy, clever, and fun you know, you have to stop the scroll. And they're scrolling so fast, it's got to catch their attention visually. Historically, in the Medicare market, the focus has been more on the words, the written message. The imagery is usually an afterthought, typically a stock photo that may or may not match up well with the intent of the campaign. The assumption has been that people in the 65 and older age groups scroll differently than younger generations. So I would imagine this is a pretty niche concept. Is there any other research in this area? It is so niche. Of course, there's research on marketing for Medicare markets, but it tends to lump everyone who's 60 and older into one group. That means studies aren't differentiating between someone that's 60 with someone that's 80, 90, or 100. That's a 40-year age span lumped into one cohort. If you study someone who's 15 scrolling on social media, they're going to engage in a completely different way than someone who's 45. So why are we trying to lump all the seniors together? That's the number one thing. And then the studies are very broad, like studying how this huge cohort engages with social media as a whole. And there's not a ton of research on showing how people purchasing Medicare Advantage plans are interacting and engaging with the visuals. So we run run a lot of internal tests ourselves. We found that baby boomers up through age 75 tend to prefer videos, but not flashy videos like we mentioned with the younger people. They want informative videos at a slower pace. They're also more likely to watch a video on silent with closed captioning. So that's a big consideration. When we started to approach the image selection with more intent, rather than just as an afterthought, we saw leaps in performance. When you look at the different health plans ads in the Medicare Advantage market, what are some areas of opportunity that you're seeing for their acquisition ads? 
You know, when you're excited about what you're offering, it's easy to get carried away and want to put everything out there and educate the consumer in one fell swoop. But we have to remember that's not the goal. The goal is to get someone to stop scrolling long enough to be interested so that they take the action, which is clicking to learn more. So you bring them somewhere else. They're on a journey. You're not going to acquire a new member with one impression. It's going to take several layers of interaction to develop that relationship and rapport. The other thing that we learned through trial and error is that the images performed best are the images of active seniors. When you go to put these ads together and you do a search for quote unquote active seniors, the search always comes up with seniors doing yoga or walking really fast. And those are okay, but they don't always resonate with the population well. You show them doing more and the image feels authentic, not so much like a stock photo. And that's where we've seen the highest success. Let me give you an example. We ran this G2I campaign targeting people with no previous affiliation with a specific plan. It was a fairly wide audience of just 64 and older. In some cases, we don't crunch down the segment super tightly. Anyway, we use this really great image of a couple dancing. Even though it was a still image, there was still implied movement of it. The woman was wearing a skirt and the skirt was kind of like flailed out and they were both smiling. It felt really warm and genuine. And that in turn reflected the authenticity of the brand. There were things going on in the background and it was a little blurred. That was one of our best performing ads. So then when we use the same prospecting audience content and wording, but we changed the graphic to something a little bit more, more um, status quo for the industry, we saw a 25% decrease in engagement. That's really interesting. Can you describe a more status quo type photo? What does that look like? Yeah, the industry has a lot of really peaceful, calming, contemplative stock photos of seniors, like sitting on benches in a park, cooking with their partner. And I think I mentioned earlier, a lot of just walking and running outdoors. So why do you think these photos aren't resonating with the audience anymore? Well, our target audience, especially for G to I, you know, they're still relatively young. They have a third of their life left to live. If you look at it from that perspective, they, they probably don't have kids in their home anymore. This is an exciting new chapter for them where they get to go out and re-explore life and the world and new things. So the idea of sitting around, it doesn't offer the same appeal as it might have for previous generations. There's been a lot of shift in the way retirement age is viewed. Medical advances have people living longer and fuller lives. Maybe 60 is the new 40. <laughs> that makes sense. So when did you start to shift towards this greater focus on image selection and the impact it has on ad performance and the idea of creating this endearment towards the health plan as a brand? I'd say it's been a slow transition towards this trend and has building a lot of momentum over the past two or three years, where we've put more focus on the imagery than ever before. Before, we had like maybe five photos that we'd rotate and be like, yeah, this is the best option that we have that fits the content, and we just slap it on there. But as we go deeper, we understand how the image impacts the perception of the message and the brand. 
and can either encourage an interaction or discourage an interaction. And you gotta access stock image subscription services with endless image options. That can be both a good thing and a bad thing. It can be overwhelming. It's a rabbit hole with so many options, like thousands and thousands of pages of results. But it's important to be intentional and really spend time to consider the emotions and the psychological impact that the photo has on one potential member. It's important to have clarity when you're configuring an ad campaign. You know, like, how do we want the target audience to feel? Is this image highlighting any pain points and topics that the audience cares about? Is it invoking a desire to learn more? Does the brand look authentic? trustworthy? Does it portray understanding and compassion for the members? Not all campaigns are going to be lighthearted and fun. Some are more serious and has to be demonstrated sensitivity for certain subjects. For example, we have ads for special enrollment where you want to be softer. Maybe someone lost the job. We had this one ad image where the man was looking at his computer screen with like a somber look on his face. We could imagine maybe he was looking at his finances or was looking for another job. The other ad was a man running and the sun was shining on his face and it was shot down and he was from down. I'm sorry. It was shot from down and he was looking up. The man didn't look upset, but his face was intense. That's the ad that performed better by a few points. Even when we swapped the content and the messaging on it, the image with the man running still outperformed. The first photo was somber and the other was hopeful and optimistic. And that was the better message that resonated for maybe a situation that wasn't optimal. So I'm sure your team has personas developed for each of your segments. Could you talk about a few of those examples and Maybe how you tailor your ad messages and images to some of those different personas? Um, We kind of do, but not in a true marketing persona. We have data points and key messages that we use for each audience segment, which might look similar to a persona. We actually just went through this practice for the segments that have concerns about cost. Right now, there's a lot of media attention on the current state of inflation. So we thought, okay, how do we portray this? Where is inflation hitting folks the most? The grocery store. So we came up with the concept of you're feeling the pinch here at the grocery store. Let us save you money here with your health plan. It's a formal process of discovering what this segment's pain points are and what they're motivated by so we can develop messages and choose images that resonate. And then, of course, we have to test our assumptions through data and analytics and AI to gain a deeper understanding and continually iterate. And it's not just for the content, but we're relying on the data to point us towards the most effective channels where the engagement is coming from and how and why we're able to stop the scroll. Currently, the active Medicare purchasing audience is on Facebook. Email is still a viable channel too, but the open rates aren't as high as in the retail industry. And direct mail is still reigning as the most effective way to reach the Medicare audiences. But interestingly, it's the data that we glean from digital channels that is leveraged on the direct mail campaigns and attributes to its success. When it comes to maintaining the list and the segments, you you know, life isn't static. Circumstances are constantly changing, which affects pain points and motivations and desires of members and potential members. How does your team address the maintenance of the different segments? As cliche as it is, 
So that message is always reaching the right person at the right time. Yeah, the segments are dynamic, and that's driven by the AI analytics engine. The data is constantly being updated from the plan's existing member demographic information, claims, data, all sorts of input streams. Even the way the ads are interacted with, these points are fed directly into the AI engine. So the whole idea of segmentation is ever-evolving. Definitely not static. Not a one-and-done. Then our team does something a little unique. We use behavioral science to evaluate the data. So it's an integrative approach to really encourage engagement and interaction. That's really cool. So the AI is connecting the dots, identifying, predicting the trends among the millions of data points. And then you use behavioral science to give a more human motivational perspective? Exactly. It's kind of like a harmony between man and machine. (laughs) (laughs) That's cool. Well, Holly, it's been fantastic talking with you. I've enjoyed it too. Thanks to all of our listeners. If you enjoyed this episode, follow the podcast and share it with your friends on LinkedIn. This program was brought to you by UST HealthProof and AdvantiSure. From end-to-end core administrative processing, risk adjustment and quality, to clinical operations, care management, and member acquisition. We offer a full suite of services and technology solutions for government-sponsored health plans.